Hello and welcome back to Maconnect for the first episode of 2021. I hope you've all had the best Christmas and New Year that restrictions would have allowed and are all set for the year ahead. Kicking off Maconnect this year, I'll be joined by the head of business unit doors for the Maco Group, Robert Andexer. The premise of this really is to delve into the planning, considerations, testing, and also the future of door locks on a global scale from us here at Maco and how that may affect us in the UK. So, Robert, thank you for joining me on the UK's dedicated podcast, Maconnect. Some in the UK may know of you and even met you from helping out with technical information and, of course, fit shows. But for those that don't know you, can you tell us a bit more about yourself and your role within Maco? Sure thing, Mark. Uh, first of all, thanks for having me here on your Mac Connect podcast. It's a pleasure for me. As you said quite correctly, my name is Robert Endex. I'm 40 years old and I've just finished my 15th year uh, at Marco here in Salzburg in wow. the headquarters. Uh, currently, I'm responsible for two business units, which is uh, business unit door, as you've mentioned, and the just recently created business unit service also like to go back a little bit in history because it might be of interest um, uh, how my history within Marco um, was over the last 15 years. Yeah, for sure. So I joined, joined the company in, in 2006 as a product manager for our product range, uh, which is basically the, the multi-point dollar range. And back then it was a very technical hands-on product management approach. So we focused on the product itself, on the development of the product, but that was basically it. So that was the center of our attention and uh, activities. In 2009, then uh, I was asked to take over responsibility for the Aspex range, which is the uh, window hardware range for the UK market. And from that uh, moment in time, I was responsible for a, a big part of the products you are selling uh, in, the, in the UK market with, with the aspects and the product range together. And let me also mention at this point that this role for me as a, as a product manager for the, for the UK always was a, a win-win situation. It was uh, very efficient uh, and with many positive uh, aspects on uh, both sides. Mm. So I could uh, myself over here really take care about the UK uh, issues, about the UK specific products and, and organize everything around it. Uh, whilst uh, we had the chance to cooperate with you as a very forward thinking, uh, very, um, very well organized uh, market subsidiary in the UK, uh, we could do very nice projects together and and really uh, go forward uh, over those years side by side and one very good example therefore was the ODI project uh, we we had back in 2010 to 2012 mm -hmm. so that's basically my my history and um, uh, I also want to maybe mention just just quickly how that uh, project uh, product management over here changed over the last ten years. It might yeah, be sure. important to to understand uh, the uh, what we've done back then and what we what we do nowadays. So um, as I said back then, it was very hands-on product management approach. So in 2010, we started to change that. We started to push strategic and, and modern product management within the company. We've been a small group of people uh, for the first time back then using uh, methodologies like 
product lifecycle management, uh, as I've mentioned, doing uh, innovation projects uh, using methods like outcome-driven innovation. That all pushed us a lot. That was all, uh, so to say, uh, light tower projects. We did that for the first time, but it, it pushed us quite uh, further uh, in, into the direction what we do nowadays. And this all resulted in the uh, implementation and installation of the business unit. So in 2014, we created uh, the business unit organization. Uh, and since then, we really try to, to see that business or the job we are doing uh, as, uh, you know, in a, in a very, in a profit center approach, in a very entrepreneurial uh, uh, approach. That's, mm. that's the way we like to see it, what we're doing now. And over the last five years, we've been quite, uh, in my point of view, quite successful and took quite big steps forward, uh, underlining our ambitious goals of innovation, leadership and complete system provider. Yeah. It, it, it certainly sounds like it's, it's been a fascinating 15 years or so then. And it's, it's worth mentioning, you mentioned the ODI project that you was a, a big part of and coming into Mecca myself, I've, I've learned a lot about that project and you certainly were one of the key figureheads in that. That project really was the start and the development of the creation of the CTS door lock, which in the UK has been hugely popular and well-liked by our partners. It, it sounds like you have to split your, your knowledge across multiple markets within Meco as well, including the UK, as we've mentioned. Part of developing a door lock program across a global group like Meco, I suppose, and introducing new locks, of course, means testing. And in, in here in the UK, we have security levels such as PAS24, BS, EN. And in Europe, as I understand it, it splits into slightly different wording and testing of RC2 and RC3 standards. Are there many differences between these two standards that in the UK and in the EU? And does that then affect any of the work that goes into creating the, the door locks and the testing of MECO door locks, as per se? Yeah, indeed, uh, Mark. That is one of the, the, the core challenges uh, we face in, in global product management over here. Hmm. Um, security standards are a good example, uh, probably, but it's definitely not the, the only area where we... <laughs> really have to try to bring uh, lots of different uh, standards, specifications, requirements uh, uh, under one roof. Uh, We are are, uh, selling our products in in, uh, more than 40 countries nowadays and and every every new development, every uh, global product starts with defining uh, in a way, okay, in in what markets, what specifications do we uh, need to to meet and, and what are the different standards and so on. And personally, I, I really have hoped or I would wish that we are further in, in unifying those standards all over Europe. But um, And then there was a time maybe where I thought maybe maybe past 24 will be uh, uh, will be gone maybe in, in a few years' time because it will all be European standards. But uh, as, as history... Um, maybe not. <laughs> no, definitely not. Yeah. Um, so UK is out of, of the European Union and uh, we, we still, that challenge still um, will, will be there in, in, in 10 years' time as well. Um, to really look at the at the different standards and going back to security uh, especially it is a a good example because we 
we do have those, as you mentioned quite rightly, uh, the EN standard, which is the 1627 to 1630. Uh, so the RC2, RC3 standards, that is our main and, and, and core standard uh, we want to, uh, or we have to reach with, with every do uh, door lock, basically. And it, it, it's a good basis because in the end, if you reach, uh, if, if you aim for RC2 door lock, you, you do have a stable and strong door lock, which is the base for, for also succeeding in, uh, for example, past 22, uh, 24 uh, British standards or also the, the SKG standards in the Netherlands, for example. So okay. having said that, uh, we, we still have to do all the different certifications. Yeah? We, we have to go with every new door lock. We go to IFT in Germany. Uh, we, we need to go to PSI in the UK and we need to go to the SKG Institute in, in the Netherlands. Uh, otherwise, we, we are not able to sell it uh, in, in those countries uh, as well. So having asked me about the, the main differences, talking about security standards, one of the main Difference is uh, probably, you know, we're always talking about uh, element testing. So you, you do not test the, the door lock itself. You always test or normally test a, a full door uh, element. Mm -hmm. And in the RC2, RC3 standards, you always have a manual uh, attack onto the door. So you have a, a trained guy in the test institute uh, attacking your door, while past 24, you have machines doing that. So this this would be one main main okay. difference, uh, looking at those standards. And of course, the force is being uh, applied on the on the locking elements uh, are quite different in a way uh, if a machine does it uh, or or uh, it's been done manually by by someone no definitely those those standards are very high then and trying to make sure those all door locks reach all those is, is a fair bit of work it sounds like yeah, definitely. I remember a time, just uh, let me mention that, yeah. uh, way, way back, uh, over 10 years ago, we used to have hooks on the door locks made of samak, so of zinc <laughs> alloy. Um, and we always had uh, quite a pain testing because some some tests were fine uh, and some were not. So it was always quite on the border of, of stability and uh it was always not a good time, really. Um, and then almost, I think, 10 years ago, we just uh, changed to, to steel hooks and steel bolts. And since then, we, we do not have any more uh, issues. And it's a way better feeling because, um, yeah, every door lock, uh, no matter if it's a basic variant or a high-end premium door lock, in terms of security, they're all secure and stable and, and do have a very strong strong and stable uh, locking uh, functionality that's an, that's an interesting change and you know it goes back to your role in terms of that product development and innovation and working out what works best for maco products and ultimately maco partners and the homeowners where these doors sit following on from that then with with all these you know, different locks and you know, different locks from all manufacturers everyone has to hit the same security standards from from multiple manufacturers like the ones you just mentioned does it mean then as, as Mako to stand out, you know, to be the best and aim to always be that best? We have to innovate further, so create different features and elements that are superior to help our partners stand out and ultimately to sell more doors, more and beyond just hitting a security standard. Most definitely, Mark. Um, uh, I truly uh, believe in that. You know, um, I already tried to point that out earlier. Marco, uh, together with all, with all our competitors, we we are fighting 
in the same market with more or less the same products trying to get the same customers um so <laughs> all that uh, you know it's uh, and it's That's not true. only the the dollar business it's, it's the window business no matter where you look um yeah. we are in a in a me too world of commodities where where they are basically the same and everything is been decided uh over over the price and this is not healthy and on a long-term perspective uh we we're talking about that business basically so only only the the, the companies will survive who who are cost leader really mm-hmm. and uh, if you look in into the to literature you, you can decide between uh, uh heading for cost uh, leadership or for differentiation and with maybe always or already 15 years ago we've decided for differentiation which means um, we've always been trying we've always strived for offering premium products and premium services to the industry unfortunately today this is no uh, also no uh, not enough this is mm. this is simply uh, there are too many companies uh, trying to uh, to go that route mm. so that's why we already five years ago actually decided for uh, sharpening and redefining our strategic approach and that was the the point in time um, uh, right after forming and implementing the business units we defined that we will aim for innovation leadership innovation leadership and uh, complete system solutions so this is in a way if you look at differentiation that's something else because you you only uh, you don't want to be uh, simply only different but you you want to be the most innovative company in the market and that means doing something very different in a way better way and also being commercially successful so that's a very big aim we've been um, defining ourselves and over the years, we now already have proven uh, that we not only defined it, but also acted towards that big aim. We can look at a, a very radical new innovative products like our new door system, Instinct by Marco. Or we could also look at more uh, conventional uh, incremental product developments we've done, such as the ATS automatic door lock or the MTS, which is the first full motoric door lock from uh, Marco in our product range. So whilst I, I do not want to go really into that now about the instinct system, we could talk about uh, that in a, in a separate podcast series in the future, maybe, Mark. I'll, that I'll, would I'll be interesting. In. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but mentioning the ATS and MTS door locks, um, we are able to maybe not, offer the mo- not, not offering the most radical uh, or major innovations, but in detail, very useful different and nice innovative features uh, to the industry and ultimately also to the home office, uh, homeowners, sorry, uh, of course. Just mentioning the, the ATS as an as a automatic door lock, um, I would really, without being too uh, self-convinced here, um, I, 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 would, I would name the ATS as the, the automatic door lock in the market that really deserves to be called an automatic door lock because uh, simply what happens if you as an end user, if you leave your house, you close your door, that door lock actually 
fully locks secure uh, in, in a secure way locks not only two two steel hooks but also uh, the deadbolt uh, in the main lock case so there is no need for you to additionally take the key turn it around and, and lock this uh, this door lock it's fully locked mm. and you do not find any other door lock out there doing that yeah. uh, where the deadbolt is also automatically being locked so that is maybe a that's a little uh, just maybe a tiny little difference if you look at the door lock but it's a huge difference for the for the user of, yeah. of the door actually <laughs> looking at the MTS door lock as I said the first full motoric door lock uh, from Marco we, we've gone the same way here we, we just did not want to, to design and, and uh, bring to the market uh, another full motoric door lock. Uh, we looked at, at door locks out there, motoric door locks out there, and, and really thought about how can we do it better? How, how could we do it uh, in, a, in a more innovative way? And uh, this is it now. We've attached the motor um, directly to the main lock case. So instead of having it uh, you know, uh, separate, uh, we really connected it to the main lock case and thus we are able um, to offer now a full motoric door lock, which is the fastest, fastest reacting door lock in the market. So it's, mm. it's very fast and it's quite silent. You know, this, yeah. this is a pain point out there. If you have a, a full motorized door, it's almost impossible to, to come home uh, at night without maybe your family uh, um, uh, hearing the noise of your, of your main entrance door. And, and this is the, the things we, we focus on and we really try to sort, uh, sort out here with, with that door lock. And uh, I really invite the industry and, and all, all the interested manufacturers to, um, yeah, to, to join us here and, and create fully motorized doors that really make a difference in functionality and uh, solving existing pain points. Um, we will come to the market very early this year with that mm. with that new solution. It's exciting. Both those those door locks you mentioned as well, the, the MTS just then and previously the ATS, both, of course, on a, on a stand-up fit show when we were last there. And they were received very well based on those... <laughs> what seems small but very big innovations because that's what does make them innovate and stand out against against the rest and i will be clipping that ats aspect you just mentioned for sure um that that, that will paragraph because it it really is a key feature and it's such a powerful benefit for fabricators installers and homeowners alike if you are now the the door lock of today in the way that it actually locks changing the subject slightly with a key and a a cylinder operation hasn't changed much in decades I'd, i'd go on maybe more than that but i'm safe with decades do you think that that's going to change? And if so, what work are we doing at Maco to make that change? Now, you mentioned words earlier, so I'm going to say it again. I know you said a separate podcast, but I'm going to push you. Maco Instincts, <laughs> does it change it? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, I tried to skip the, that, uh, <laughs> that issue, Instinct by Marco, but uh, now as you, you ask me directly, of course, I, I need to react to that question. Um, <laughs> You know, we will uh, quite soon this year, we'll have a massive global 
digital uh, launch campaign for that product. So that's the reason why I don't want to really uh, spread spread the word here in, in, a, in a very broad way. But uh, let me summarize that that long story short. So we as a company, when we when we tell ourselves we, we want to be innovation leader, uh, we want to create stories and, and topics that, that have the potential to, to lead a whole industry and potentially turn it upside down, uh, it's simply not enough to reach for incremental innovation. So ATS, MTS, very nice products, uh, I think with quite big potential in in the in the uh, existing world to, to solve existing problems in a, in a much better way mm. um, but but is that is that enough to be and become innovation leader uh, we believe not so okay. that's why uh, when we implemented the business unit back in in uh, 2014 uh, as I've mentioned we started to think about how can we reach for radical innovation and we've been quite lucky back then because for us it was easy we just uh, went back to the ODI uh, project. So this outcome-driven innovation uh, project from 2010, 2011. And whenever you do uh, market studies or projects uh, like that, you always end up with uh, creating ideas that are more of incremental uh, nature, which are easier to realize. But you, you, you always um, end up in, in also creating very radical ideas and, and back in, in 2010, 11, 12, that was too radical. We, we've just simply not been prepared to realize them. And now a few years later, that was the time when we took one of those ideas, one of these radical concepts and pushed it further. And the, the results uh, of all that is many years later, actually, uh, we'll see it in 2021 with the launch of the the, the first full mechatronic dialogue system um, with with Instinct by Marco, uh, opening a complete new world of possibilities and features for the industry and also for the homeowner. So we believe uh, in a world without cylinders, with all its connected pain points, in a world of unrivaled flexibility, dramatically reduced logistics cost, and ultimately, in a world where we have our smartphones or smartwatches open and our, uh, opening our doors uh, instead of, of manual keys. Mm. So that all, just to bring it in a very, uh, very not specific, <laughs> yeah, short, not specific <laughs> way, but that all is instinct by Marco. And we will, as I said, globally uh, present that evolution of uh, a door locking system, of our entry system um, for the for the next decade uh, decade uh, very soon uh, within that year so i'm i'm very excited and i really want to to keep it at, at this uh, at this oh. point and and <laughs> i won't mention it again <laughs> no, that i'm 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 excited um, I'm, I'm, i appreciate that question actually because as you can hear um, we are already very excited uh, we are yeah. almost there everything is is prepared um, we just wait a little bit until the, you know, the, also the pandemic is hopefully for all of us. Um, not, not that, yeah, yeah, yeah and, and sure. not that. Um, yes, no, exactly. brilliant. I, I look forward to sharing Instinct by Maca that this year's part of that global launch. It really does, really does look set to transform the 
the door lock completely and innovate a mechanism which really has stayed the same for decades. And that's that really wraps us up for today. So, Robert, thank you for your time and expertise here on Maconnect. Sure, sure thing, Mark. Uh, no, as been, I said, it's been great to was, have you on. It was a pleasure for me. Thank you. Thank you. And thank you to all for listening. And if you would like any more details on anything that me and Robert have spoken about today on Maconnect, then please just get in touch with us on one of our social channels, LinkedIn or Twitter, or email us directly at inquiry at macouk.net and we'll get them answered for you. And I'll speak soon to you on the next episode of Maconnect. Thank you.